When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TikTok is, for some reason, absolutely convinced that I want to see videos of people breaking their bones in horrible accidents. Hi, I'm Madison Malone-Kircher. And I'm Rachel Hampton, and you're listening to I See Why Am I. In case you missed it. Slate's podcast about internet culture. Rachel, they changed the voice of the TikTok robot lady, and I'm distressed. Why? I don't like change, but also, <laughs> how did this happen? A lawsuit, as as all things. It was what? spurred by a lawsuit. <laughs> Why was she suing? Why would you not want to be the voice of TikTok? <laughs> I don't, would you want to be the, the voice of TikTok? Oh, I would love to be the voice of TikTok. Like all the shit that I presumably would be saying, I just feel like it'd be so funny. The TLDR here is that TikTok has changed the voice on its text-to-speech feature uh, because an actor who was the original voice filed a lawsuit against uh, TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, claiming that she had never agreed to be the voice of TikTok. And she won. <laughs> yeah, I was. I mean, I'm, su- I'm surprised that she won and also that TikTok didn't think to put, like, a clause in the contract that says you will be the voice of TikTok. Like TikTok. How how would we describe her voice? When you kind of think of Siri, but with less personality. But it also <laughs> doesn't know how to pronounce specific words. So sometimes it'll just like <laughs> completely mispronounce like a lot of slang, which is also just very funny. Uh, the new robot voice is similar, but a little more chipper. TikTok apparently replaced their unethical voice sample with whoever this is. I don't know her. She's too animated and pronounces words correctly. I can tell it's an AI, but it's a little uncanny valley. And it still does the mispronunciation thing. Although I saw a TikTok of somebody who tested out a bunch of like hate speech (laughs) using the robot voice and said that she sounded a little too excited. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But do you think they told this lady that she's going to be the, like, the voice of TikTok or are we going to have another lawsuit in a few weeks? I'm certain she's fully aware. <laughs> TikTok, honestly, I is getting a little too specific for my tastes. Mm-hmm. Like the call is coming from inside the house. It's like it's no longer a for you page. It is a Rachel wake the fuck up bitch page. The other day I got a TikTok of a guy who was like ranking the top five things to exist, except the answer was only bagels and i was like wow i fucking love bagels what a great tiktok for me but then but then but then (laughs) a couple days later i get served another tiktok of someone who has stitched with that original tiktok this is where you merge one tiktok with another so it's Mm -hmm. bagel guy and it's somebody else doing the top five things to ever exist and the answer was boobs and i was just like wow i'm i'm being attacked i'm being attacked on all sides you they found you they've been listening to you i mean see you tried to tell me that tiktok and instagram weren't listening to us and i feel like you were coming onto my side perhaps no i'm not there Um, are a zillion 
data-backed <laughs> reasons why these algorithms are so specific and it does not involve listening in on my conversations. No, yeah, it involves them listening to us. Yes. No. Thank you. Yes. No. Mm-hmm. Rachel, yes. no. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, the NSA. We have a little guy in our phone. Can you imagine what our NSA guy thinks about us? He's probably just like, who the fuck are these bitches and why are they always talking about this random shit? Bagels and boobs. I really hope we have an NSA woman. You know they... They probably don't. They're like, no, she's too biased to to tell us if they're actually like plotting statecraft, you know? We are. That's actually been. (laughs) been Play every episode backwards and you'll know where to meet us. (laughs) Oh, that was good. That was really good. But that's that's the allure of TikTok, right? Is the specificity of the algorithm that ByteDance has built. It's engineered to just like spit out content based on things you click, what you comment on, people you follow. And it's kind of alarming in a way in that sometimes you're like, I'm just investigating a trend. I don't actually want to see this on my For You page. Or sometimes you are actively trying to change your For You page and it, the algorithm just doesn't respond. And so it's it's entirely unclear what the incentives are because on one level, even if you like keep skipping past stuff, you still get served some of that content or if you just like don't like it, but maybe like watch it all the way through. And like gaming the algorithm has become just part of the language of TikTok. Today on the show, though, we're actually going to talk about moments where the simulation glitches. So when TikTok's algorithm gets it wrong and it thinks it knows something about you that uh, is just not about you. For me, it is that TikTok is convinced 100% hand on a Bible, (laughs) (laughs) believes that I am a former Mormon. I guess there's also potentially TikTok believes I'm a present Mormon who wants to become a former Mormon. But at any rate, (laughs) it believes I am a Mormon. And I keep getting served all of these TikToks about, you know, under like the hashtag like Exmo and like former cult member. And I am just now so up to speed on like ceilings in the temple and like the let's say interesting garments that mormons wear during their like temple weddings normally your base layer would be your temple garments or your magic underwear i don't have those i violently threw them into the garbage can but like in a respectful way i just i don't know how tiktok became so convinced that this is what i want to see or maybe like who I am. Like I, and perhaps they don't think I'm a Mormon. Maybe they think I'm in some other cult that I need to get out of. Not that you are in a cult. You're in a cult I with just, me. I just called Mormonism a cult, but per the TikToks <laughs> I am being served, those people believe that they left the cult that is Mormonism according to them. In my case, for some reason, I'm just seeing a lot of Marvel content to the, like, just, just to make it clear, I haven't seen a Marvel movie since Black Panther. And I have nothing against the Marvel religion. Also a cult. Hegemony. <laughs> cult. But I just don't care. And the thing is, I also haven't seen most of the clips that this is coming from. So if I did actually want to watch like Endgame, I've already been spoiled on most of what's going on in that movie. I don't care. Take it away. <laughs> I would rather be stuck on ex-Mormon TikTok. <laughs> So this isn't just a Rachel and me problem, we promise. Uh, And just in case you didn't believe us, we asked our listeners, uh, the ICYMI squad, hi, (laughs) 
ICYMI guys, uh, let us know if you have a name for our fandom because we, we could use some not, help. It's definitely not ICYMI guys. Let's just let's just nip that one in the bud. Oh, I kind of liked that. I'm so sorry. We're not naming our fandom guys. It's gender neutral. They're like our yeah, reply no, guys, oh, but I'll, good. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we asked our yet to be unnamed group of fans our to yet send to be us named a note. Group of fans. Are yet to be named a group of fans to send us a note if you too have a TikTok mistaken identity and y'all's answers did not disappoint. I loved every single one of these and I cannot wait to get into them. After the break, we'll hear from some of our listeners and talk about what TikTok thinks it knows about them and uh, maybe even actually does know about them, even if they aren't so sure. being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And we are back. Our first case of mistaken TikTok identity comes from my friend Rihanna. Uh, TikTok may or may not be trying to get her to kill her partner. Hi, Rachel and Madison. Big fan of the pod. I'm calling because I've been misidentified by the algorithm as the target audience for Louisiana crawfish boiled TikTok. I'm from Michigan, currently living in LA with my girlfriend who has a severe shellfish allergy. But nevertheless, I've persisted and learned all of the intricacies of cleaning and boiling crawfish, affectionately known as mud bugs. I don't think I'll ever execute any of the recipes because most of the ingredients are measured by the bucket, but I do feel prepared. If I could pass on one piece of wisdom, when cracking your crawfish apart, make sure to suck the head. The specificity. I, I love that so much, but also it made me really, really want crawfish. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You ready? We in South Louisiana about to buy three sacks of crawfish. Me and Super Danny are about to do the right mix. Yeah. First, we're going to add a little bit of a little ball. Put that in there, Danny. Put that in there, Danny. I feel what she is talking about in terms of seafood is how I also feel about these ex-Mormon TikToks I keep getting served is like, I now know a lot of detail. I mean, it's good to know if you were ever in a crisis where in which you had to recount like what the inside of a Mormon temple looks like or where your friend needs to like, you know, make a crawfish boil for 2000 people. You have those skills. TikTok is nothing but skill sharing, if you think about it. Like, the master class we didn't want, nor did we ask for, and yet we now have. <laughs> um, our next two TikTok mistaken identities are actually fully 
mistaken identities. Um, they're honestly pretty similar. First up, a voice memo from Virginia. Hi, so TikTok is convinced I need natural hair care tips. I am white. To be fair, at this point, I've encouraged the algorithm because I keep liking the videos since all these creators are amazingly talented, slash I am a sucker for hot women doing literally anything, but very confused about how I got onto this corner of TikTok in the first place. I mean, I can't answer that question for you, Virginia, but I love that you're here. I mean, to be quite <laughs> honest, my like long-held pet theory that is my conspiracy theory besides the point that NSA is listening to us is that They're the not. marginalization of black hair has actually fucked over a lot of white women with curly hair. And there's this whole movement on TikTok of like white women realizing they have curly hair. And it's like, you know, I'm sorry. She is giving what she's supposed to give. Like, I know y'all see the bounce, the definition, the fresh trim. Like, sis. I was watching a, a TikTok from a woman with curly hair the other day. And, and then I realized it was an apology because she had done a video in which she had used a bunch of natural hair products and some people had like called her out. Oh God, this is an entire thing. This is not a debate we're gonna get into on this show, but <laughs> I can already envision that comment section and I am exhausted it. was a mess. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Well, you know, if you have thoughts about natural hair, hit me up, but we're gonna hit move up, on to skip. Hit up Virginia and Rachel. <laughs> we don't have time for that because we have to move on to skip who started on Bread Talk and has ended up on Jewish TikTok. The TikTok algorithm thinks I'm Jewish. <laughs> um, I am not a particularly religious person. I have Jewish friends, but like that's the extent of my relationship to Judaism. I like watching other people cook, so I just kind of followed a bunch of cooking channels. And from that, the For You page gave me Jake Cohen, who is a food journalist. Eventually, a couple of his videos of him, like, doing all these crazy braids of challah bread <laughs> just started showing up on my page. Video after video of challah making and, like, braiding. <laughs> but eventually, I just started getting Jewish videos on my feed like one minute i was uh just enjoying some bread and the next minute i am getting 60 second theology lessons <laughs> i have learned a lot of things about the history and the culture and the religion so for that the tiktok algorithm has probably made me a better person and yeah that is my story <laughs> i think this goes back to what you were saying earlier rachel though about trying to teach the algorithm specific things about you and how it's kind of hard to do because the best you have is like engaging with content or watching content, but there's no way to signal to TikTok like, I am interested in watching Hala being braided, but I'm a lapsed Catholic <laughs> and I, you know, respect Jewish TikTok, but perhaps do not need so much of it in my feed. Yeah, no, there's no way to fine-tune it in a way that is really interesting to me in that I think pretty much any other platform, you can kind of, like, either choose to mute people or, like, mute certain posts if you don't like to see them. But on TikTok, it's, like, you can create your own feed of people that you follow, and I think that one's generally a lot more fine-tuned than the For You page. But the For You page is kind of the big draw of TikTok and that you're being served content you wouldn't necessarily know how to find. But also... 
stuff you, you didn't necessarily want to find. This is a question I should probably know the answer to, but is there a way to, in the app, indicate, like, I don't like this TikTok, don't show it mm-hmm. to me again? Yeah, there's a way to say, like, not interested, but we actually do have <laughs> a voice memo from somebody who has tried to signal that they're not interested and still is still <laughs> getting served this content. Um, Daniel is stuck on what I have been thinking in my head as bone-crushing TikTok, which... I'm scared that by saying it out loud, I am summoning the TikTok gods to give me something that's going to make me like dry heave. Hey, Rachel and Madison. So TikTok is for some reason absolutely convinced that I want to see videos of people breaking their bones in horrible accidents. Why the fuck would I want to see that? They keep coming up and I keep hitting not interested, but they don't stop. It's always upsetting and I have no clue what I did to make them think I want to see that. I only follow like art and vegetarian cooking and guitar TikTok accounts. Stop showing me people's arms bending the wrong way. That's horrifying. Honestly, even hearing about it is making me like (laughs) viscerally uncomfortable. When you said bone crushing TikTok, I was picturing like not bones on people's bodies. I was picturing one of those like mm-hmm. hydraulic press accounts. No, it's fully bones on people's bodies. Yeah, this, like, is, this awful. is what you like. I sometimes these videos go across Twitter. Like people be like, "Oh my god, this is horrifying!" And I'm like, "If you show me this video, I swear to God, I will track you down and find you and kill you because I don't want to see this." And it's <laughs> I'm so sorry to Daniel who has been trying to tell TikTok, please stop showing me this, <laughs> and has not been able. <laughs> To tell them that he doesn't want to see it. Because that also just kind of denotes a fundamental brokenness of the algorithm. Like, as fun as it can be, it's also like, how do you tell someone that you just don't want to see shit that might make you, you know, gag a little bit? Well, and also, like, inherently, I knew there must be a way to tell TikTok I don't want to see this. But it's not on your For You page as you're scrolling. Like, you can heart something, you can comment on something, but I feel like there's no like immediate like thumbs down icon that no. would make it like a part of your active scroll to indicate like in a very efficient way, like, no, not for me, not for me. Yeah, you have to go to the share button and then there's a little broken heart emoji that says not interested. And you can also report it, though I'm sure people don't want to just report stuff that is like not harmful, but makes them uncomfortable. And Apparently, according to Daniel, that button doesn't do shit. <laughs> it's just there. <laughs> okay, I need to get away from the, the mental images of Bone Crush Talk. Who else do we have? <laughs> Our next listener is um, continually getting served. You know, like the TikTok lives where you, you keep scrolling and you'll be served somebody who's live <laughs> on the app? The- <laughs> yes. I have zero clue how these are served to me as well, but apparently Elizabeth is continually getting served lives of people doing tarot cards, which I would like to be served that live instead of someone just talking to a podcast mic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that sounds that sounds pleasant. Let's hear from Elizabeth. Hi, ICYMI. I am on elder millennial mother of small children, true crime lover, ex-Mormon, Orthodox Jewish woman, TikTok. And all of my lives are nothing but tarot card readers and mediums. I don't know how I ended up there. Obviously, the universe is trying to tell you something, Elizabeth. I think you need to be open to hearing it. Yeah, I do always wonder about lives also, because the ones I get served are not infrequently 
pretty far afield from my my TikTok tastes. Yeah. And it's also pretty far afield of what's actually on the For You page. Like, I'm getting served Marvel content and then my, like, TikTok lives are, again, people doing, like, live, basically, like, podcast tapings. It's funny. I I will occasionally get served tarot talks. And they're always like, you know, card pulls where the caption will say something to the effect of, if you're seeing this, like, this is for you. And I'm always like, oh, wow, this is for me. It's like, no, it's not. (laughs) It is. The universe is trying to tell you something. Uh We go so fast and we do too much. And capitalism has wrecked our ability to just feel comfortable in our own emotional body. You're allowed to feel sad. You're allowed not to also. I've had grief be on like a fucking delay for months and then out of nowhere somebody says just the right thing or I hear the right song and I'm, it's not linear. Expect powerful change. Particularly for you cancer on the 10th when that eclipse hits, just strap in. Just strap in, drink a lot of water, focus on your creativity. The universe telling you something, the NSA is listening. Come on, get on board. (laughs) Get aboard the Rachel Express. Our last uh, listener note is one that I found really fascinating. Uh, It's from a listener named Nora. Hi, Nora. And according to TikTok's extremely uh, qualified (laughs) medical mental health advice, uh, Dr. TikTok has semi-diagnosed Nora as possibly being autistic. So I'm not sure if TikTok is wrong in this instance, but I'm not sure it's right. Um, I started liking a lot of ADHD content because I have ADHD. I'm an adult with ADHD. And like, it was like, oh, all these things that I relate to are great. But now (laughs) I've started to get content that is convincing me or trying to convince me that I am autistic. And then uh, on top of that, I get people who are like, did you start coming to ADHD TikTok and now it's telling you you're autistic? Like the specificity of the like self-diagnosis TikTok is just a weird place. Look at TikTok just sending Nora into a crisis. I mean, to be completely honest, every single app has this kind of culture of self-diagnosis, which I think... I've seen a lot of people who have been like, I didn't realize that I had like adult ADHD until like I was online and I saw these symptoms that kind of matched up and I ended up getting an assessment for it. And so in some ways it is helpful, but in other ways, because social media is built on kind of like relatability, to be shareable, you have to have something that people want to share or that people have, that people share with you. It ends up, sometimes pathologizing very common things. It gets a little messy, right, though, because we are at a place in history where we, like, everybody knows that, like, infamous story of, like, Target ads knew I was pregnant before I did. Like, Mm -hmm. the idea that technology has evolved to a point where, based on not your phone listening to you, but a complex web of things you click and watch and purchase and places you gave your email to 10 years ago that sold it somewhere else, that the internet really could craft a more complete image of you than the one that you have devised in your head. Or that the medical establishment cares to figure out because they're trying to get you in and out in 10 to 15 minutes. Although I'm going to say, what sounds more plausible? A complicated web of like data that you click on or whatever, or the NSA listening to you. 
Rachel, they're not <laughs> listening. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's uh, perhaps where we where we end this podcast permanently because I, I don't know that I can continue. No, I'm kidding. Uh, thank you so much to all of our wonderful listeners who submitted such great notes and memos. And we love hearing from you. Y'all are great. Yeah. The ICYMI guys, they come through. We're going to we're going to keep working on that. That is the show. We will be back in your feed on Saturday, so definitely subscribe. It's free, and it's also the best way to make sure you never miss an episode. If you can, leave a rating and review an Apple podcast. Leave, you know, a little five stars for your girls. And if you just realized you too have an alter ego on TikTok, you can tag us on Twitter at ICYMI underscore pod, or, you know, drop us a note at ICYMI at slate.com. But if you follow us on Twitter, uh, you might find me accidentally tweeting things I meant to tweet from my personal account. Uh, we're still working out the kinks. We're just tweeting through it. Yeah. <laughs> At ICYMI underscore pod. Special thanks to our colleagues Cleo Levin, Marissa Martinelli, and Cameron Drews for help with today's episode. ICYMI is produced by Daniel Schrader. Our supervising producer is Derek John. Forrest Wickman is Slate's culture editor. Gabe Broth is editorial director of audio. See you online. Or not. Ooh. That's my little, it's my little dramatic sound in the background. I don't know if you could tell. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell. Okay, great, great, great. <laughs> Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hi, this is Dahlia Lithwick, host of Slate's legal podcast, Amicus. If you're listening to this show, you might be interested in Amicus's live show that we're hosting in Washington, D.C. on Tuesday, May the 14th. My colleague, Mark Joseph Stern, and I will be talking to some amazing guests, including Sherilyn Eiffel and a sitting state Supreme Court justice all about how originalism, a relatively recently invented way of interpreting the Constitution, has taken over the Supreme Court and radically reshaped the law. It's been doctrinal rocket fuel for the conservative legal movement and facilitated the rolling back of abortion rights, the expansion of gun rights, and the obliteration of the separation of church and state. And as another wildly consequential Supreme Court term careers to its end, the court's originalists are on a tear. But there's something you can do about it. And we hope you'll join us in D.C. on May 14th to explore the possible pathways out of the current situation. Go to slate.com slash amicus live for tickets.